Welcome everyone to another episode of Get Carded, episode 270. <laughs> Extra, zero. Extra zero. Extra zero. 27. 207. No, uh, 27. Yeah. Two, uh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. 20, <laughs> math. Math. 20, episode 027. What do we got on the docket today? I feel like we got a couple of good things. I know we got a great interview. Yeah, I was excited about this you, one. I mean, the uh, Joe told me, first of all, uh, a couple of guys that outkicked their coverage, which I was nice to, <laughs> which was nice to hear. Who doesn't outkick their coverage? Really? I, I'm, like, do you have amen. a friend? And, and who would you ever... Even if they did, you can't tell them. You'd be like, "Oh well, you really." How do you even mention that? You settled here, buddy. <laughs> you really <laughs> settled, settled here. here. <laughs> yeah, good for you. Uh, good no. for settling. No, I'm excited, to, and we'll we'll play it later here. But just a, a good chance to talk to these guys that have uh, done the breaking community a lot of uh, a lot of good and, in terms and, of what they're and doing. You, the the interesting thing uh, that that I got out of it is you were telling me about the types of things that they were breaking. It brought me back to. When I when I first started breaking, it was specifically for football cards, and it was specifically to try to find Randy Moss cards and Adrian Peterson cards, and 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 Connor, you and I would get into breaks to to find things, and then he would start to go on YouTube and just look at breaking, and I remember he was like, "Hey, I just saw this break, and it's a it's a cutout of Abraham Lincoln's signature. <laughs> How cool is that?" And I was like, "What? That's a thing." He's like, "Yeah, they break like they got Shaq's shoe. Yeah, they have the Tom Brady game used jersey from his rookie year. I just scored me a a pylon autograph pylon. Yeah, I don't. That's <laughs> like, uh, that's I don't even know how you would ship that, or like how do you authenticate that pylon? Well, how, how do you, same way you would how do you authenticate Abraham Lincoln's signature on Shaq's shoe? Well, that's a good point. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. I don't. I don't think the what the signature was. Ne- <laughs> it caught up. I think. Caught uh, up. Yeah. <laughs> I think it might have went over Connor's yeah. head there, but that's okay. We watched a ton of breaks that were of just random, random things, but pylons, sure, uh, pieces of a of a football, or I mean, is it the whole pylon? Yeah, like all four feet of it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Well, I don't know. It's big. Whatever the full set, whatever that is. There's well, we no know pylons are not, are not four feet. They're like, I don't know how tall they are, but they're definitely, uh, my best guess would be 12 inches. Well, you think they're any more than 12 inches? <laughs> I, don't I don't know, know if you got much to, to base that off of, but yeah, let's, yeah. They're, they're probably a little, Can uh, they be little bigger than that. Can a 12 inch pylon be a rock card or does it have to be raw? They're kind of squishy. <laughs> It's not didn't come in a case, so so it's not slabbed. And who autographs it? I mean, the person who's an official. I got this one is Jason <laughs> Witten. You know, that's pretty solid. That's cool. You actually wait. I didn't know that story had to do with you actually having a pylon. Yeah, about, yeah. There you was, have Jason Witten's pylon. Well, I have a pylon that's been autographed by Jason Witten. That's huh. solid. <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do with it, but <laughs> try to flip it. What are you talking about? You don't. You're, you're gonna, gonna put it in. You're, one, gonna, you're gonna flip the pot. I'm gonna Whoa. put it on the corner of my bed. Just dive <laughs> just into it every time I jump into bed. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, you got to find four more of them, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and, it's, it's and then race your lady. Though. It's unique. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, do do officials like? Can you get like autographs from like Ed Hockley? Oh, no chance. I would. I, I would. Don't think there's a, I, that, who else would you want though? On a dumbbell, right? Get a Hockley on a dumbbell on a, or something? I, I, yeah. Or like on a flag. 
True. Know. Yeah, on a flag. I don't. I, I just. I wondered if they're able to. to well, they uh, back to in the pro their... set days, like the pro set card days, they used to have officials cards. So I'm sure there's they an autograph. Use, that's true. Okay. I'm sure they have uh, an Ed Hockley out there. He's probably he's probably reffing back. And then, pro too. set came back out. There's a 2021 yeah. pro set along with uh, Origins and National Treasures. Those are uh, those are starting to get me a little bit um, more excited about buying into wax again still i still think for what you get and i'm and i'm still not like a hundred percent on this draft class oh uh i just just saw this uh yeah there's there's a ton of ed hockey okay. uh memorabilia really? this one this one's his business card autographed by him which is pretty cool. what is it what does it say he it's he does a, what's his well he's a lawyer wasn't he it says referee oh referee. It's, it's an nfl business card that is a, that is a specific business card that is, yeah. Who are you giving that to to like try to like network? Like you're I already at the top that. of your game. That looks very gradable. Yeah, I'd send that. That's sick. What that could PSA, do is send. Yeah, PSA. I wonder if they would. Seven, I wonder. And what could you send? They, well, they would. They would authenticate the autograph and give a score on the autograph, but not. But on, probably not on the card. Not on the centering. The yeah. Is Joe, that what would happen? Here's your assignment for the next couple of weeks: get an official like signed on like a, you know, like one of the chain thing. The, oh, the the, the measure marker, sticks the measure or the yeah, yeah. the bring the sticks oh, out from the chain gang. Yeah. yeah, get Ricky Bobby to sign that thing or whoever. Uh, so you know, what you just made me think of chain gangs. What if they? That should be like the next sideline reporter thing. Like they should have. Oh yeah. They should have like uh, I will. I'll just say beautiful people. Yeah, make them running the. I mean, that's not a your biggest responsibility is dropping that thing if somebody's running at you. Like other than that, you're just you just put the spot in the good. ground. And yeah. I mean, well, how many years until those things are just gone, anyways, right? I mean, yeah, I, I guess it's, it's like all electronic. It's or just something. a reference for the players in the field at this point. I mean, I, I was wondering about that, and then like a couple of weeks ago, they actually brought out a chain and did a measurement. I'm like, I think it's been at least two seasons since I've seen oh, that. That's yeah. a good point. They just did one against yeah. the Vikes this last week. But if it were beautiful, that people. used to happen like every. For sure, fifteen but if plays. Were beautiful yeah. people. <laughs> so, uh, you're onto something, though. I would want to see it more often. So yep. now, now yeah. Because uh, how? I, good listen, yard and a half short. You're you, like you think that you haven't seen a chain gang in a long time. When's the last time you actually like saw cheerleaders on TV? Yeah, they have kind of cut back on that, haven't they? Yeah. For why? No. But like the Bachelor and the Bachelorette are like the most popular TV That's, shows. That's how you would. Uh, that's totally what you would do if it was like a couple years ago when like Zoolander two was coming out. You'd have like Hansel and Derek He's Zoolander, so right now. like coming out like you know, doing like they do like uh, you know Blue Steel no. and, and put the chains down. Yes. Yeah. So, but you're talking about when the movie would come out, you would use the yeah. chain gang oh, as a means like of that. advertising. Right. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Always, so like, always uh, be close so like the Mandalorian. Have baby Yoda come. Out. Have baby Yoda come. <laughs> Take out. an hour and a half. And <laughs> uh, we need awesome. a measurement. We'll be back in three <laughs> <Yeah>. minutes <laughs> when he's out there. He is beautiful though. The the baby Yoda. Baby. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I I actually invested in one of the. Yeah, how is that doing? I think it's worth about half of the twelve dollars I paid for it. Nice. But it did go up to like two hundred dollars when I should have sold it. Are you talking Doge here now? Or are you talking your baby Yoda? <laughs> no, this is an actual baby Yoda toy that we got during. Oh, oh during, really? During Christmas, so you thought, kept it in the packaging and everything. I assumed just lose value. I assume, given Connor's vitriol for uh, NFTs, that you had bought a baby Yoda NFT. 
I probably would not talk to him for at least a week. <laughs> I would. Week and a half. If there was a Baby Yoda NFT, there's a hundred percent a Yoda a Baby Yoda. Look NFT. it up. Are there no, some research? No, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to look at history. NFTs. I don't want to be. I don't want <laughs> NFTs anywhere in my history. Are there still NFTs? Yes. Is that still a thing? Yes. Yeah, I still own one. <laughs> so much on <laughs> I still have Beanie Babies. Thank you, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> I might be the last one, but I do have a. I do have an NFT. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. What is it? Oh yeah. Because Gronk had his own line. Of NFTs, remember? yeah, oh yeah. I wonder what was the uh, man. That's that. Those have really fallen off. Well, it was uh, that Iowa basketball player Pop. Luca Garza? Luca Garza. He was well, he was oh, giving up like you could yeah. do a yoga session. You were gonna have dinner. You're gonna do. You have like a first like, of all, all I wasn't gonna do any of these things. Yeah, I we should have bid on it for you. <laughs> <laughs> go, go do yoga. For the, uh, that would have awesome. been a whole episode. How did yoga go with could, that? college basketball player i'm seeing you know, you know you could do yoga with yoda with this nft oh that's a good point yeah but he i mean yeah i don't know what kind and of then you could buy an nft from the moment that he was out there doing like the you know the measurement true it it, it still comes down to how many of those they make though because you can remember you can replicate an nft and there can be like ten thousand of the same Moment. That's like the one Joe passed. <laughs> that's, that I have. that's so stupid. <laughs> you said, I'll never be for NFTs, dude. How can? Uh, do you like time capsules? Time capsules? Yeah. yeah. Would you ever like put a you know something a in note? the ground? Not not anymore. <laughs> it's not now that like now that you're a grown ass man. <laughs> it's not anymore. I did before, but not I, now. Personally, I think my interest in time capsules actually got larger as I got older, not less. Time capsules seem embarrassing to me. I I would I don't want to open a time capsule from. It depends on what they are like when they're like a hundred years old and it's like cool stuff that like a city put in there or whatever. But like oh right, sometimes it's like a school that's like ah oh, it's been ten hey, years. I'll, Here we this go. Weekend, this was my break- lucky eraser. I'm breaking yeah. into a safe this weekend, so my, in my Here's aunt's a, house, like this really? old from like 1870. Are you really? Yeah, so got to you got a plasma cutter and a angle grinder that I'm gonna try no to attach kidding. this thing with. Just so try fun. T- I'll just keep you guys TNT. posted. You should sell an NFT for that. I should. Yeah. You I should. should. I think you should just sell this safe without opening. Thing weighs it. two thousand pounds and it's in the basement without opening it. Not kidding. There's no chance I would I would sell it without opening. It. No chance. Really? I might I might try and figure out a way to close it and then like it, to it, open it and then like reseal it and then sell it. I'd be like, I it hasn't been opened it. since well, that's the last idea, two owners of the house. Except I think it's called fraud. But outside of that, I think if you okay, prove that you knew what was in it. Good luck. Well, if anyone listens to the podcast, they would know yeah. <laughs> exactly. When, when Joe's not here next week, we'll know it's because he, <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, exactly. he found a Honus yeah. Wagner card or he got arrested. Yeah, on exactly. A- <laughs> yeah, if he comes back on the podcast and is like, I'm selling a safe <laughs> unopened. <laughs> <laughs> or we have to call him in from jail. He's like, I'm never taking Connor's advice again. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Uh, well, well, let me set up this interview quick because it, it's this one I was excited about. So the only thing they don't have going for them is that they're from Wisconsin and they're big Packer fans. So, we'll All right, so let, let's skip it. Yeah, we'll let that slide. <laughs> so we'll everyone slide. has to listen a little bit slower. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. So here's here's the deal with these guys. Like I know a lot of the people that are listening to us in our community are either kind of looking for new breakers or looking getting to break in themselves. 
they cover a little bit of that in this in this conversation as well as they talk about how they incorporated their family and i'm telling you guys like if you're into the helmet brakes the product like is second to none in terms of what they're breaking so awesome. give it a listen bs collectibles and um had a good time enjoying or you had a good time talking with these guys so we'll let you hear it now all right i'm excited to welcome jeff and spencer from bs collectibles to the get carded podcast Gentlemen, thanks for uh, taking a few minutes out of your day to, to talk with us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, Great. glad to be here. Thanks, Joe. Perfect. Um, so I've been watching you guys, you know, for a little while. I, I, I was kind of had to think back because I've been buying into your breaks now for a better part of probably four, five, six months, maybe. And I just remember I was uh, um, bidding on just some breaks on eBay and, and, and stumbled across you guys. and. Um, just was kind of drawn to your, your, not only your personality, but the, uh, um, the community aspect of what you got going. But before we get into some of that, um, tell me a little bit about uh, BS Collectibles. How did you guys get your start? Well, I mean, I'll take that one since I was obviously the brains of this operation. <laughs> um, but no, I was, Joe, I was like you. I was, uh, you know, about a year ago, I had finished my, my man cave in my basement and I was looking for, you know, some cool Packer stuff to put up on the wall and, I'm big into mini helmets. So I was, you know, like, again, like you, I was on eBay searching and I stumbled across these things called breaks and, you know, did a little homework, did a little research. And I, you know, sounds fun. Sounds exciting. So, you know, for about a month or two, I was on the, you know, consumer side and I was getting in breaks and watching the videos and, you know, like I said, it's fun, exciting, whatever. And then, you know, after about a month or so, I was, I had won like the same Packers mini helmet, like four or five different times. So I was thinking to myself, I'm like, well, geez, you know, this, you know, it, it seems like it would be a lot more fun to be on the, the other side of this. And I think that there's just an opportunity to do it so much better, you yeah. know, and, you know, get, get variety, get better hits and, and all that type of stuff. So I had kind of come up with this plan and I went to Spencer one day, me and Spencer have been good buddies since high school. And I, for some reason, consider him to be a smart guy. So I, uh, I went over and I was talking to him and I was kind of, you know, laying out my plan for him. I'm like, Hey, that's what I'm thinking about doing, you know, just kind of wanted him to punch any holes in it, you know, or kind of play devil's advocate. You know, what am I, what am I missing here and, and whatnot. And so I get done with my spiel and he kind of just looks blankly at me and says, I'm in. And I'm like, Oh, um, all right, you know, let's do this. So, so, you know, then he kind of, he did his research and, um, you know, I think the first thing we ever did was came up with the BS collectibles name, you know, his, his last name being best, my last name being Spencer. And we had a little play on words with BS collectibles. And I remember, I remember sending him the logo I created over one day and, uh, you know, we just kind of ran with it. Um, you know, we, we looked into some suppliers on where we could get mystery boxes and, um, you know, it, it, I, oh, I urge nobody to go and watch our first ever video. Uh, because of the debacle it was, but, um, you know, it's got to start somewhere. And so that's kind of how it originated. And yeah, we just, sure. like I said, we started doing mystery boxes with, with some suppliers and it's just taken off from there. And we, you know, every day, every day we spend countless number of hours discussing it with each other, either in person or over the phone or, or whatever. And, um, you know, we're always just trying to improve, always just trying to come up with, the next big idea, the next cool thing, you know, and to, to make it more fun, to make it better for our, for the people that break with us. And, um, you know, and now here we are. You guys, um, like me, I think you guys have both helped kicked your coverage 
um, with your wives. Oh, and I think, oh you know, yeah, you think? <laughs> <laughs> so Love it's you. good to see that it's also become kind of a, a family affair too, right? So I, I oh yeah, oh yeah, you know and. Right. And like we, I, we always, you know, we always give them a shout out. I know, you know, my wife, Caitlin does, um, does breaks with me once a week. And, um, but we always try to give them a shout out, you know, for number one, allowing us to do this because as all of us married men know, uh, the, you know, the wives make the rules. So it's nice, you know, we, you know, me and Spencer have, have full-time jobs, you know, and so it's, it, it's, it's very time consuming and, you know, that without their support and, you know, like I said, you know, being, you know, nice enough to allow us to do it, we wouldn't have that. So, we, you know, sure. we try to incorporate them as much as we can and have them have fun with it. And I know my yeah. wife, Caitlin, loves loves opening up the boxes because she yeah. gets excited and she has she has favorite helmets and favorite players. And you so it's get cool. The, but yeah, the oven mitt out, right? You got to get the oven oh, mitt out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> got to get the oven mitt <laughs> so out for all that fire. <laughs> so one of the things that I noticed um, right away with your group is the community aspect. And you guys have done a great job building that community. Um, a lot of our audience are also breakers or in the hobby as well, or is kind of considering, you know, getting into that. What, what do you think has been the key to your success in building that community and how important has that been? You know, um, we have since day one, you know, we've always talked about customer service and, you know, how, how can we, you know, like Jeff was saying earlier, he was in, he was in breaks and we still get in breaks today um and we we kind of choose our breakers by things we're looking for like you know if we message them or, or do they get back to us quickly do they ship quickly of course is their product good is their pricing right so as far as community goes we, we just said let's do all those things that we're looking for in a breaker and those are things like quick communication um you know we always are we make sure that one of us is getting back to everybody very quickly. And, you know, like you said, it's, it's about creating a community and it's having fun, you know, messaging. We, we feel like we're friends with a lot of our customers and we kind of approached this a long time ago of let's build friendships. Let's not build a business. Yeah. And you build the friendship, the business comes. And it's more, you know, if we weren't having fun with this, we wouldn't do it because it's it's a lot of work it's a lot of work and yeah. it's a lot of fun but i think that's how the community has come along is just literally be ourselves you know talk to people on camera have that interaction joe you've noticed that we like the camera pointed at us because we want people to know who we are yeah. and and be ourselves you know a lot of these breakers all you can see is their hands or, or the helmet and it's important to get a good look at the signature and, and the certs and all that. But I think just being ourselves, letting being, being, I don't know, vulnerable is the right word, but just, just being exposed to the customer. I think that helps that connection, even though sure. we're all virtual. Uh, I think it gives, I think that's really helped propel yeah. our, our, our relationships. So you had mentioned, you know, going back to, and this is the same thing with the podcast. We'll go back and listen to our first episode and like just cringe, right? In terms of, oh my God, like, what the hell happened? But uh, um, so from the point of view now, you guys look like it, it runs very smooth, but what are, you know, just a couple of the maybe behind the scenes pieces that you've learned since that, you know, maybe that first episode to now that, um, you know, that it may be not be visible to us because we, we see you in, you know, today's world. 
but like what are some of the behind the scenes kind of challenges or, or how did you know that you've learned from you know day one to to now um, what are some of those things that you've had to overcome well you know a lot of people joe think that you know our, our friends and family members you know who you know they're they're part of it and they're into it you know but they think they literally think we flip on the camera for an hour or two and turn it off and and we're done but I, like spencer alluded to it is a lot of work you know and you know, now, you know, now with the way we're doing it, you know, we're start to finish, you know, we're, we're getting the product ourselves. We're getting it in, we're, you know, checking it out, unboxing it, making sure it's good to go. And, you know, then we're, you know, reboxing it and storing it and then we break it. And then the, you know, the shipping, I mean, we, one thing that we do to try to set ourselves apart from other breakers is we try to offer our customers as many items as possible. You know, we want, we want to do a lot of breaks, but we also, in those breaks, we want to, you know, have six mini helmets, you know, have nine, a nine box break where people have the most chances to win because that's the, that's the ultimate goal. You know, the yeah. ultimate goal is to win something and, and, and feel good about it. You know, it's, it's that rush. It's that excitement you get, um, not only from just watching the break or being a part of it, but from ultimately winning. And so because we do so many of those items, I mean, you should see our basement once that camera goes off. I mean, there's, autograph memorabilia everywhere and it there's you know there's nights where me and spence are up for three or four extra hours after we are done being live we've been live for two and we're shipping because we offer shipping next day you know it's one other thing we try to do to separate ourselves because you know again if you win an item and you're all excited about it you wanted it you want it as fast as possible you know so so we we try to get all that shipping out the next or we do get all that shipping out the next day and so we're boxing and we're packaging and you know, we're constantly purchasing and, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot more than sitting in front of a camera and opening up boxes. And, you know, and I think like, like you're talking about with the, with the first ever video, you know, we kind of, I think, I think the first time our plan was to go, I think our plan was to go live on YouTube and we had created our YouTube account that morning, but you couldn't go live until 24 hours after your account's been subscribed. So I think my oh. wife, Caitlin was filming filming us on her phone via Facebook. And then we had to upload it to YouTube. It, it was, it was an absolute debacle. So yeah, we've, we basically had to just struggle through it. You know, it's, yeah. it's just one of the things you learn. And like, you know, like I said before, the amount of time that me and Spencer talk, you know, back and forth about it and coming up with new ideas and better ways to do things and streamline. And, you know, it's, it's huge. It's huge that there's two of us you know, yeah. and that we have somebody to lean on and to help, like Spencer talked about with getting back to our customers as fast as possible. And, you know, it would be, if either of us tried to try to do it on our own, um, I mean, I don't think that we'd still be doing it just because that, you know, if you want to provide that service to people and, and as much sure. stuff as we do, um, you know, you, you having that, having that second person to lean on is, is imperative. It's huge. Absolutely. So you, you, you touched on the community piece, you touched on some of the learnings, you know, just quick, again, a lot of our audience are kind of into that breaking or, you know, potentially looking to, to start breaking themselves, but just what, what quick bit of advice would you, would you give somebody that's just looking to start out? Like, you know, what, what's that one kind of golden nugget that you would, you would leave them with? Yeah. Yeah. I, the biggest thing, um, I've got like two, two, two kind of key points is, um, the first one is find a breaker that you trust. Um, you know, Jeff and I have uh, made sure that, that 
we're extremely transparent. You know, Joe, you've seen it. We pull our screens up. We do the randomizer. We do it seven times. We have several breaks to choose from. Um, find someone that you trust. And maybe I'm a little biased here, but find a breaker that builds their own breaks. Um, you know, again, Joe, being, being part of what we're doing the last four or five months, you, I'm sure of it that you've noticed the difference in our product that we've had from when we had a third party supplier and we had great suppliers, you know, we vetted those suppliers very well uh, before we partnered with them, but you can tell a big difference. And we just, we weren't getting the right variety. We weren't getting the right quality. And so I guess it would be find someone you trust and find someone in my opinion, who builds their own breaks. So you're getting the great, you know, return and value on your investment. Perfect. So kind of speaking on that, I know you guys a few months back kind of pivoted quite a bit in your business where you were, I know, breaking, you know, products from other vendors, right? And uh, um, obviously you just mentioned that you were, you've made some strategic decisions to to move away from that. And um, so just uh, super exciting, right? And again, I've noticed a difference in the product, but you guys have started to kind of um, buy and 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 break your own products. So what was, um, you know, you touched a little bit on the decision behind that, but maybe elaborate a little bit more on that decision. And then just, you know, how has that been going for you? I know you guys have been pulling some crazy headliners out of there. So I know the, 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 the end user is very happy, but how are you, how has that decision worked out for you? Well, yeah, like, you know, again, Spencer kind of alluded to it, but you know, we were, when we started out, we, you know, like we've added these other you know, third-party suppliers and, okay, you know, what, what do they offer? You know, what's their, what's their price and, you know, and whatnot. And we found a couple that we liked and, you know, they were very good to us, you know, and, and, you know, I have nothing, you know, ill will towards them, you know, but just as we were, as we moved along and we started gathering some steam and we're, you know, building this community, like we talked about. And um, we just, we were, we were just unhappy with the, you know, the hits that we were getting you know, to, to put it bluntly and, and the repetitiveness. And, you know, I just, we just felt like there were, there were nights where there were nights when we got done with our break and we were just kind of disappointed, you know, it, it was disappointing. And we felt like, we felt like we, we did our customers a disservice, you know, because these people that, you know, getting into breaks, you know, they're, you know, they want to win. And if they do win, I mean, they, they should be happy about what they want. And there were, there were certain things that, that were certain items that we got that, we didn't feel like that was happening. So, you know, we had talked about it for a long time before we actually made the decision to build our own breaks. And, you know, we knew it was going to be a huge undertaking because now we're, we're purchasing and whatever like that. But the, the driving factor was just the, the idea that we can now provide our customers with the best hits out there. You know, we can, because yeah, when you go through a third party supplier, obviously you have to pay, you know, pay an upcharge. So, you know, there's gotta be, meat on the bone for them and, you know, whatever, but now with the ability to basically hand pick what goes yeah. in our breaks, you know, because we couldn't do that with our, with our suppliers. We, our suppliers sent us sealed boxes. We had no clue what yeah. was in them because we didn't want to know. Yep. We didn't think it was fair and it's not as exciting for us when you know what's in the box. Um, but we didn't want to know. So it's not like we called them up and could be like, I want this person, this person, and this person. Well, we basically came up with a way of, okay, we can go out and we can get those big names and those unique names and, you know, the, the rant or the variety of, of hits, we can go get that. 
we can still, you know, we can still have that complete randomness with how we run yeah. our breaks. You know, we're, we don't box them. We have a guy that boxed them for us. We, we randomize them at the beginning of the night. So we have no clue what's getting open. And yeah, I think that, I think like Spencer was saying, you know, you've probably noticed, and I think a lot of our customers have noticed that the, you know, the big hits that we're able to get now. And again, we always stress the, the unique players, the, the unicorns that you don't see that don't sign a lot. We're able to provide those now. And we yeah. think that people are just loving it. Um, well, and I appreciate you know, and the, the, the time that you spent too, because when I, when you did make that change, I reached out to you guys and asked for a little yep. clarification about how you were running that. And you were very transparent, which I thought was oh, yeah. immediately put me at ease. And I, and I, I can tell that, that, uh, your, the integrity behind what you're doing is, is, you know, front and center with, right. uh, with this whole decision. So that's great. Cause but, once you, once you, once you lose credibility in the break game, you're done. Yeah. You know, that's so we, we stress it. We stress it every single night, our transparency and the randomness, because like I said, once, once, once people think that if people start thinking that the deck is stacked, you're done for, and yeah. we're, you know, and we want to keep this thing going. So that's why we're, that's why we're the way we are. So you guys have been at, you know, moving at a hundred miles an hour. You guys are growing your business. What's next for BS collectibles? Anything what's, what's in the, what's in the future scope that you can share with us? Yeah, we've got um, a handful of extremely exciting things. Uh, the first one is we just hired our very first full-time employee. Awesome. Uh, his name's Dalton. He's doing a great job. Um, some of the things that Jeff mentioned, all the, the literally building the boxes uh, down to building the brakes and receiving inventory, checking it in, pulling it out after it gets hit. He's going to be doing a lot of that stuff which is really exciting for us because that allows Jeff and I to focus on uh, more heavily on purchasing and making sure we're getting those unicorns that he mentioned. Um, we're, we're ultra variety, you know, we're not hitting the same guy within the same month, you know, from some of these teams and the up and coming rookies that you can't even find online, but we might have a supplier or a connection. Um, so bringing on Dalton has been uh a huge help. Um, we're very excited to introduce him to the customers. Um, awesome. We know he'll be received well. Um, and he is actually uh, running day breaks for us. And, you know, one of the things, Joe, you talked about the community, um, how we've built that is listening to our customers. What kind of hits do you want? What do you want to see from us? What don't you like from other breakers? And one of the things we've heard repeatedly, believe it or not, is day breaks. You know, some of, some of these customers, they, they, they want to get involved during the day. You know, that some people work third shift, you know, or some people have a lunch break and they'd love to hop in a break. So we've started day breaks, um, which are going very well. Uh, we're, we're extremely excited to be able to offer that. That's not something we could offer before Dalton came on board because of our full-time jobs. Sure. So those, those two things are, are, are very fresh for us that we're very excited about. Um, We've also, in our full-size line, we don't have, have any college helmets, and we also don't have any uh, VSR4 or Pro line. Some people call them different things, but the old-school helmets. So sure. having Dalton, we are now removing all college and old-school mini helmets from our line as well wow. and our jerseys. From, from our six so, mini line, yeah. That's right, great. From our six mini line. Yeah, yeah. And very so impressive. Yeah. We're extremely, yeah, yeah, we're very excited about that. It's, it's been great, and 
you know, that's one of the reasons we think people like our full-size line so much. Um, so those are some of the changes we've got coming up in a couple weeks. Uh, we're actually developing a website uh, from scratch. And, you know, we've talked since we started about kind of owning the whole thing. You know, we, we've got a few platforms that we uh, sell on now, which are great. Um, but we want to kind of own it. We want to have, it, it really draws us closer to our customers. There's no Absolutely. longer a third-party platform. They have a direct way to reach us. And it's something that we can own. Um, we're extremely excited. We're about a couple weeks out from launch for that. Uh, and the other thing uh, is packaging. We've actually, when we went to our own line, we bought those brown boxes, got some stickers, real fancy, real nice stickers, we think anyway. And we're now going to print it on packaging. Um, you have to buy those in bigger volume. Uh, there's a little more um, upfront work that goes into that, but that's another leap we're kind of taking um, because it's important that, you know, we know sometimes a helmet's won by a customer and, and they trade it or they sell it to someone else. And, you know, just keeping our brand kind of kind of going around the country as, as all these deals are made. So sure. those are, those are a handful of exciting things uh, that we, yeah, are very excited you know, about. That congratulations guys. I know that, that that takes a lot and those are some, those are some big steps and moving in, you, you know, in, in that direction. So congratulations there. So, Thank you. so moving a little bit Thank away you. from the, um, um, from the business here, um, here at Get Carded, we play a little game called what year did it happen? Um, I'm going to kind of pitch you guys against each other a little bit for an abbreviated version of this. So, um, all kind of Packers related here. So we're going to kind of test who's the bigger, uh, cheese head of the, between the two of you. And, um, so, I love so, it. so, so we'll here go we go. There. So before, before I get that, just real quick from each of you, Farvin is prime or Rogers in his prime. If you had to win one Rogers. game. If we had to win a game, a game, win a game, I'm probably taking Favre. All right, all right, Rod. So you guys are split there. So Rogers <laughs> yeah. has got the talent, but Far Favre, has got. I think Favre has the heart. There you go. All right. So here's the way that this works. So this may be fair or unfair, depending on how hard you think the question is. But Jeff, I'm going to start with you and give you a question. You you have to you have to select an answer. Give me an exact year, and then um, you can um, and then Spencer can go one way or the other on top of that. You know, either above okay. or below. Does that make sense? Gotcha. So, yep. Jeff, um, Favre was drafted in the second round by the Atlanta Falcons in what year? 1991. Okay. Spencer, <laughs> above or below? Um, uh, can I take the same? Uh, you I can. Will, that's, uh, I, I will go uh, – I'll take the under. All right. Well, it was 1991. I figured that one would might be a little bit easier. Um, so, <laughs> sorry <laughs> about it, Sorry about that. it. All right. All right. <laughs> so, um, after winning the um, AP Coach of his Coach of the Year in his first year, um, Packers head coach Vince Lombardi started to, you know, what year did he, you know, take over? Um, uh, managing the uh, the Green Bay Packers. This, is this for me or Spencer? Spencer, Spencer goes first. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I believe 1964. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna go under. 
you are correct with under. It was 1959. So uh, there you go. All right. So you guys are split, right? Spence, are you even a Packers fan, dude? Right. Are you even a Packers fan? All right. So this one here isn't uh, <laughs> isn't the um, a year, but the Minnesota Vikings and the Green Bay Packers have played each other exactly 121 times, while tying three times. The Vikings or the Packers do have a winning record. So we're going to start with Jeff here again. Um, just because, you know, we're going to, someone has to be kind of the odd man out. How many more wins do the Packers have over the Vikings? And actually what we'll do here is we're going to each try to guess exact and whoever's the closest without, uh, um, you know, just whoever's the closest, either up or down wins. So there's a difference between the spread of, um, 121 times that the Vikings and Packers played. Okay. So 121 times they've tied three. So I want to say 118 um but Just i'll probably go a little <laughs> yeah no i was gonna say 118 <laughs> um how many more wins i'll yes. say the packers have won 17 more times okay i'm gonna say all my dad's ever told me is how lucky i am to be born when i was because the packers were <laughs> awful in the 70s and the 80s <laughs> Uh, and I remember Randy Moss putting 200 yards on us several times. So I'm going to say it's closer than you'd think. And I'm going to say nine times. Packers have won nine more times. Right. So congratulations. It's, uh, the, the correct answer is eight times more. I remember just a few years back, I think it was only like like two or three. So, all right. Well, congratulations there. So was that special, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I right. forgot that one. So, guys, I, I appreciate it. But before we wrap up, um, where where can our listeners find you guys? Where where's the best way to for them to to connect with you? Look at your breaks, um, Facebook, YouTube. What do you guys got? Yeah, yeah. Our uh, shortly it'll be our website. Um, but for now um, and moving forward, it's our BS Collectibles Facebook group. Uh, we've got a big community there. Um, and we're also, we have our breaks on eBay, um, and we have an email, but that's not really Facebook. Facebook Messenger is the best way to do it, BS Collectibles. As you our can group. search BS and Collectibles on, on eBay as well. Our breaks okay. will come up. Perfect. Yep. Awesome. Well, guys, I appreciate yep. your time tonight. Um, it, it, well, again, you guys are doing it right. I um, was kind of hooked on you guys pretty much uh, right after seeing you. I, uh, I know our, our listeners will get uh, a lot out of this discussion. And um, again, you guys, uh, we'll, 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 maybe we'll have you back when the, uh, the Vikes and Packers play each other and we can uh, maybe throw love some it. money on that game or something. I love it. <laughs> All right. Appreciate your time, that. guys. Thanks, thanks a lot, Joe. We, we, thanks, we're Joe. honored to be here, honestly. Keep, yeah. keep doing what you're doing. I always think it's awesome when you hear a story about how, how people can get businesses going and get families involved and get like, they just they have a little village behind them to to, to really get the momentum uh, moving because you need that especially yeah. in a especially in a new business like this and from their perspective like we don't know what we're doing yeah really yeah right and then just to figure it out as you go and have a group of people it's just well and they mentioned really too cool. like in, when we talk about it like our first podcast if you go back and listen to episode one versus now was this twenty seven mm-hmm. just how different we sound they you know you heard them right they acknowledge like it was a mess right when they first started and then what they do now and their production quality is a lot better and personalities jiving it's so it's it's cool it's fun 
Well, it's like, um, what is that book? Um, the uh, multipliers, or when you do ten thousand hours or something, you just kind of mm -hmm. become an become an expert at it. And I, we should test that. I, well, well, I think we're I think we're getting there, and I, I think the, the 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 fact is, the more we play this game, the more we can continue to see that I get better and better. I was thinking and, like becoming a pro bowler or something. Put ten thousand hours into that. No, although bowling. I, interesting uh, side note here before we get into the game. <laughs> Bowling, I didn't know this, and I'm going to share this with a lot of people, and 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 I think it's going to help the world. Well, a few hundred so people when are going to hear this right now. When right. you when you grip the bowling ball, you don't use the thumb thing. You don't have to, no. No, but that's how you get spin. If we, you just use the two holes, you automatically get a ton of spin. Interesting. Okay. So... One thing that I will bring up also is uh, kind of going along with what you said, Joe. I, it was an excellent idea for this for this uh, podcast to use uh, one microphone for each of us instead of when we that first episode when we sat around and just used one. Yeah, that was that was bad. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so for the game this week, uh, coming <laughs> off another win, Brandon. Yeah. Um, all <laughs> in. <laughs> All in, twenty-seven points for Brandon, thirty for Joey. Yes, let's go. Yes, I just I'm going for all-time points lead. Yeah, and uh, Brandon, you just need another win to tie Joey Connor. I got win here today, last too, so you don't have to write him back in this week. So, uh, for this week, the category is conquering frontiers. Yes, Joey. Sounds stoic. Joey, you will go first in uh, in round one. So here we go. After a 66-day journey across the Atlantic Ocean and having originally charted their, their course for the Hudson River area of modern-day New York, the first European pilgrims arrived at Plymouth, modern-day Massachusetts, in November of what year? 2004. I'm first. <laughs> that was Joe. Well, he gets two guesses every time now. We, we could establish that last week. We're going to go... 1547. 1547. All right. Brandon. Under. You're going to go under? Mm, this isn't. That's part a of me, wide, that's part a of me wide wants open. To say, part of me wants to say 1492. Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Yeah, I'm thinking that's 1492. So I'll just, I'll roll with it. You're going to go 1492? Yeah. The same year that Columbus discovered. Yep, they just loaded everyone up and said, <laughs> They were like, everyone, <laughs> let's go. To you're also a pilgrim. <laughs> yeah, you're also a pilgrim. We're so, doing in the same year. By proximity, Joey gets the points that the, the uh, that's one. The year was 1620. Hey. So, so an over there would have been a, that would have been an easy, uh, easy one. An point. easy one. However, I mean, when you, when you're feeling when it, you're like yeah, that too. I mean, you, you kind of got to go for like your your dings like that. So yeah, Joey, one point. Let's go, Brandon. First in round two. Hmm. During a historic eight-day mission, Apollo 11 took a lunar module named Eagle to the surface of the moon. Lay up. And Lay up. the first human to set foot on its surface inside, Neil Armstrong, would do so on July 20th of what year? 19. Sixty-nine. Connor. Year one. Year one. That'd be the under, then. That'd be the under. 
And I'll go the uh, we'll go tomorrow, so we'll go over. Okay. Congrats, the, Brandon. The year was nineteen sixty nine, yeah. so three points for Brandon on that one. Three to one lead going into the final one counter. You're first for this one. That sounds impossible. The first of twenty one perfect games in the World Series era, which included eight strikeouts, was thrown by Cy Young of the Boston Americans in front of ten thousand. 267 spectators on May 5th of what year? 33. 1933. Under. Joey with the under. Brandon? 1896. 1890. Well, it was under-er. The correct year, 1897. So Joey picks up. Let's go. Wow. Joey picks up the point, but Brandon picks up the win. Three to two. All right. Well, uh, detecting a new trend. Yeah. A good new. By the way, uh, that was that was due to one layup question. By the way. True. Yeah. Uh, one one uh, interesting note there. There have been twenty one perfect games thrown. You know how many catchers have caught a perfect game? Twenty. Twenty. Uh-huh. One catcher that caught two. Ron Hassey. Who 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 did he? Ten years apart. Nolan Ryan. Ten years apart. Uh, oh no. No, it was uh, Len Len Barker of Cleveland and Tom Browning of Cincinnati. Oh, Lenny Barker. Good old Lenny Barker. Oh, Lenny Barker. Oh, Lenny Barker. All right. All right. All right. Do we have any interviews coming up on the on the docket that we know about? I mean, we've uh, we've got a high bar to set, right? With uh, Greg Olson, BS Collectibles. Again, check out BS Collectibles on their Facebook page, BS Collectibles. Um, we've got a few things in the works. Nothing yet we can announce, but uh, I don't uh, I don't think our fan base is going to be disappointed with what we have coming up. Yeah, actually, Connor mentioned that we may um, interview a Pokemon in the next couple of weeks, so uh-huh. I don't know which one, but... Oh, boy. oh yeah, we're going to bring an Eevee, dude. It's going to be sweet. Not, not, we're, might not we be need able a to translator understand. for that? I yeah, don't we think might. so. Well, uh, we'll bring in one of the trainers. Oh, yeah, we'll bring, we'll bring in a trainer for sure. Okay, sounds good. Well, awesome interview, Joe. Thanks for uh, thanks for for taking care of that and for BS Collectibles. They're on Facebook. Yep, that's the best way to find them right now until they uh, until they drop their website. But yeah, BS Collectibles on Facebook. They and do don't remember of... to follow Get Carded on Instagram. I am Insta Riquez. Get Carded, Joe. Get Carded, Brad. Still working. <laughs> I got to Connor still has to work. Connor still has to work on it, but he's gonna. I see he's a gonna Get Carded Connor out there somewhere. I see. There's yeah. probably a Get Carded oh, Connor yeah. available. <laughs> just saying all right well thank you everyone for for uh for spending some time with us we'll we'll talk to you soon